0: Hey friends, where does the cash flow at DeFi Chain and Cake DeFi actually come from? And isn't this all just a Ponzi scheme? When I talk about DeFi chain, I get asked this a lot. So let's have a look where the cash flow comes from and how the tokenomics of DFI look like. First of all, we need to understand how DeFi chain started and DeFi chain started as a fork of Bitcoin. And what is a fork? A fork is a copy of the source code. So basically DeFi chain started with a copy of the bitcoin source code and then modified it and added some new features and one modification is that instead of a max supply of 21 million coins the DeFi chain team decided to distribute 1.2 million dfi as a max supply but now imagine we just started with a copy of the bitcoin source code So how do the DFI coins actually get created? And the answer is they are issued within each block as a block reward. So let's go to the absolute beginning to block number one of DeFi chain. We see that this blockchain started on May 11, 2020, which means that it is now two years old. And then we have a transaction that is attached to this block. So let's have a look at the transaction. And we see that a total of 200 DFI have been transferred. And if we have a look at the details, we see that the coins come from the Coinbase, which are newly generated coins. So the first part, 180 DFI, went to the masternodes as a reward for running masternodes. And the second part, 20 DFI, went to the community fund to support community projects. And instead of having a 10-minute block time as Bitcoin has, DeFi chain has a block time of 30 seconds, which means that about two blocks per minute or 120 blocks per hour are created. But the problem is you cannot keep the rewards fixed at 200 DFI per block, because then there wouldn't be a maximum supply. The amount of coins would just grow and grow with every block. So every 32,690 blocks, which is approximately two weeks, the total incentive rewards will be reduced by 1.658%. So every two weeks, the block rewards are reduced. And if you then plot it out and let it run for about 10 years, then we reach an approximate max supply of 1.2 billion DFI. So we started with zero. We had the first 200 DFI issued with the first block. So after the first block, the total circulating supply was 200 DFI. And with each block, the number of DFI in existence grows, which after two years that the blockchain now has been running, leads to the following numbers. We currently have a circulating supply of about 538 million DFI. We have 305 million DFI that have already been burned. So they are not recoverable and cannot be used anymore. And if we add up these two numbers, we currently have a total supply of about 844 million million DFI. And that's just after two years, because in the beginning of the blockchain, the rewards are the highest. And now for the remaining eight years, we have about 350 million DFI left that will be created and distributed. So let's have a look at the current numbers at DeFiChainIncome.com. And first of all, we need to understand that the issuance has been changed over time. So in the beginning, we started with 200 DFI per block. And the idea was then to reduce the block rewards to 150, 100, etc. Until we reach zero in about 10 years. But this has been changed and accelerated. So after this update, we had block rewards of 405 DFI per block, which are reduced every two weeks by 1.658%. So currently the block rewards fell from 405 DFI to 233 DFI per block, which are distributed as follows. 59 DFI go to liquidity mining, 57 DFI go to liquidity mining of decentralized stocks, 77 dfi go to masternodes, 0.05 dfi goes to anchoring the defi chain blockchain to the bitcoin blockchain, and 11 dfi go to the community fund to fund community projects. And this is exactly where the cash flow comes from on defi chain and cake defi. So let's go through some examples. So if you use liquidity mining at cake defi, then these APRs that you see are funded by the 59 DFI per block of regular liquidity mining and 57 DFI per block for liquidity mining of D tokens. And if you are using staking, which currently provides an APY of 28%, then you are getting a share from the 77 DFI that masternodes get. Because when you buy staking shares, you buy a piece of a masternode. And all these rewards that this masternode gets will be distributed among the shareholders. The only exception is the lending product at Cake DeFi. The lending is not done on the DeFi chain, so no block rewards are distributed here. So the majority of the cash flow on Cake, DeFi and DeFi chain comes from these block rewards. And you need to understand that these block rewards are being reduced every two weeks. And in approximately eight years, they will be pretty much zero. It will never reach exactly zero because the rewards are reduced by 1.65% every two weeks, but at some point it will be approximately zero. But then we also have a second source of income and these are fees. And currently there are two major sources of fees. So let's have a look at one of the most recent blocks, which was created three minutes ago, where we had 44 transactions. And if we just open a random transaction, we see for example that here two DFI have been transferred and this amount of fees has been charged. I'm not 100% sure what happens with these fees, but in the case of Bitcoin, these are distributed to the one who finds the block. So I would assume that at DeFi chain, the fees would also go to the one who finds the block. Because running a masternode costs both hard hardware and also energy. And once the block rewards reach pretty much zero you need to have an incentive for people to still run masternodes. And this incentive will be the fees that are charged for every transaction. And then we also have a second source of fees. So if we have a look at the decentralized exchange we see for example that for the BTC to DFI pool we currently have a total APR of 36.2%. And this 36% consists of block rewards of 34.2% and commissions of 2%. And commissions are nothing else than transaction fees on the decentralized exchange. And I'm not 100% sure as well, but I think these are currently 0.2% of the amount that you are exchanging on the decentralized exchange so let's quickly compare that to bitcoin so here we have the first block of bitcoin which has been mined on january 9 2009 and bitcoin is designed in such a way that we have a block every 10 minutes and the starting block reward was 50 bitcoins per block for the person that finds the block. So we started with zero bitcoins and after the first block, we had a total circulating supply of 50 bitcoins. And then after 10 minutes, we have block number two. So the total circulating supply is 100 bitcoins and so on and so forth. And Bitcoin is designed in such a way that every 210,000 blocks, which equals to a little bit less than four years, the block rewards are cut in half. So after the first 210,000 blocks, the Bitcoin block reward was cut to 25 bitcoins per block. And we can verify that by searching for the block 210,001. And here we see that the block reward has been cut to 25. And if we go to block 209,999, then we see that the block reward was still 50 Bitcoins per block. And now we are at block 741,738. So if we divide that by 210,000, we see that we already had three halvings. So we had the first halving from 50 to 25, the second one from 25 to 12 and a half, and then we had the third halving from 12.5 to 6.25 bitcoins per block. And if we scroll down, we now see that this is correct we currently have 6.25 bitcoins per block and on block 840000 so approximately 100000 blocks from now we will have the next halving of bitcoin where the rewards will drop to 3.125 bitcoins per block and then we also see here that in addition to the block reward we also have fees of 0.11 bitcoins that have been collected from all the transactions that have been included in this block. So once the block rewards run out, then the miners will be solely paid through the fees. And why is the number of Bitcoins limited to 21 million? It's actually a result from all these numbers we have been talking about. So we have a block every 10 minutes. We started with 50 Bitcoins per block, which are cut in half every 210,000 blocks. So we have here these halvings and then if we plot it out in the year 2140, we will approximately reach 21 million Bitcoins. So now you hopefully understand the tokenomics of DFI, how coins are created and distributed, why the maximum supply is 1.2 billion DFI and where the cash flow actually comes from, from block rewards and various fees. And because DeFi Chain copied the source code of Bitcoin, the same is pretty much true for Bitcoin. You now understand how Bitcoins are created and distributed. You understand the incentive structure for miners. And you understand how miners will be paid once the block rewards run out. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any other questions or ideas for future videos, let me know in the comments below. Have a wonderful day and see you in the next video.